Shang! Shan Yu is alive. He's headed this way. And why should I believe you this time? But she's telling you the truth. You're listening to Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts, Season 3, Episode 3, titled... Just another Disney movie. I've heard a great deal about you, Fabulan. You stole your father's armor, ran away from home, impersonated an Imperial soldier. You deceived your commanding officer, shamed the entire Chinese army, and dishonored your family name. We get the picture. You're a young woman. And in the end... You have saved us all. Welcome everyone to Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts Season 3. How are you doing there? I'm doing good. Um, at, at least I'm in a better mood than the Beast is uh, this week. Yeah, and we'll get to that. Bill, I think in the future, what I'd like to do to start these episodes is... I'm going to say, alright Bill, how are you doing today? And based on what you thought of the half hour... Like, give me one word, mm-hmm. and then we'll continue just like how we usually do. Uh, right. You have a board of love and hate coming up on the next episode. Yes, I'm looking forward to that. See if any maybe additions get put up or anybody goes up or down on this. Yeah, I'm going to give you two moves for the next episode, and we'll get to that obviously next week. Bill, why don't we start talking about this half hour what did we start off with? Go ahead and you start telling us all about it. Okay. So, um, we begin with basically the rest of the conversation that Ping and Sora had with Donald and Goofy after they fought the Heartless. Then they go to a burned village. Like The, the village is basically burned down. Mm-hmm. And they see the captain who's sitting. And it appears that the captain has been wounded. So the assumption is that Shun Yu and his group got to the village and Captain Shang uh, was attacked mm-hmm. by the, during this. And, and in the movie, it's definitely more clear that, that's, that they do attack a village because that does mm-hmm. happen in the movie. This one... It's kind of left like, okay, as long as you, they're banking on, you saw the movie, you knew what happened. Right. And I, and you know what? It's kind of weird because I was thinking back actually to that scene where they go to that burned village and Mulan finds that doll. I don't was know. Was it Mulan that finds the doll? Or I thought, uh, it was somebody. I don't remember who. I thought it was Shan Yu and it's like indicating that it, and I could be wrong because I haven't seen old Mulan in a while. Yeah. Um, Looking at the doll and that's like, because doesn't he say make sure this little girl or this little girl's not going to get her doll back or something like that. Right. So 
basically Ping and the and the and the group ask the captain if you know they should do anything, and the captain tells them to go on. So as they go on, you know they're walking up the the mountain, and here's Shan Yu, and here are all of these flying robots. Mm-hmm. Well, flying heartless. Well, yeah, flying heart. I, w- I was gonna mention that that there were heartless. Like, I, I guess piloting would be the. No, word? I think that, I think they are the flying things. Yeah. The, I mean, like I said, we've seen heartless in all sorts of forms in the series. Mm-hmm. So this is just basically instead of again comparing it to the movie. In the movie, it's just him and his entire army. Yeah. So I guess this time they were like, well, we're not gonna give him an. We'll give him an army. We'll give him an army of Heartless. Yeah. So they fight him off, and uh, Ping sees that Shan Yu is coming down. So the other troops, they have this rocket, and it's a dragon rocket. Like, the design is of a dragon. Mm -hmm. So Ping then takes it. And she's trying to find something to light it with. And she ends up using Mushu. And then this is where I had something that kind of confused me. And I'm going to save it for a little bit okay. because, I, because I'm going to mention it in a couple of moments. So Ping does the same thing that she did in the movie. She aims the rocket for the top of that mountain. And this huge avalanche comes down and basically catches Sean Yu and it traps him, like it buries him alive. So as they're celebrating, Mushu talks about how, oh yeah, we're done here. This is my girl. And the captain is right behind them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh. And, like, the captain then realizes, you've betrayed, you know, you've betrayed the country, you, you know, you did all this, I should have you executed, but we're, I'll pay this debt. So because of them checking on the captain earlier, Mulan gets spared basically her life. Yeah. Because of this. So... The captain and the rest of the army, they dis- they're going back to see the emperor. While they're doing that... And by the rest of the army, you mean two people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, the one thing, it really shows the sometimes weirdness, because you mentioned how they, you know, it was basically revealed Mulan is a girl. Yeah. And in the movie, this is not how it's revealed. Exactly. In the movie, it's revealed because she is injured in battle and they have to wrap her in bandages and, you know, the private parts are of a woman. And that's how mm-hmm. they know. That's how they find out in, right. in the movie. Right. Um, but, yeah, you're right. There's this really, like, serious, oh, thank, you know, where Sora goes up to the captain as he's, like, about to scold Mulan and then you hear, like, Goofy go, boy, I'm glad you're okay. And then that's when it gets serious to, like, sh- to um, 
to the captain, uh, you know, saying all the stuff he's supposed to say in the movie. It's just, it goes to show what, what I love about this is that you get your regular movie dialogue Mm -hmm. and then you get like Donald Duck going, ah, exactly. So then we see Sean Yu's Falcon flying. And he lands on the snow, and and Sean Yu's hand pops right up from the snow. And Mulan, because we can now call her Mulan at this point, sees this. And she tells Sora and them, we've got to go warn everybody. So they get to the, the palace. I guess it would be the palace. Yeah. And, you know, they try to warn the captain, and the captain's like, Oh, is this another of your lies? And then we see that a couple of his soldiers were actually heartless. Well, see, that's I don't I didn't take it as that. What I think happened is, which I didn't even remember that this happened, is that the soldiers just died. Remember no, when I mean, they in, transformed into the heartless? No, but that's what I'm saying. Is remember in Kingdom Hearts one in Traverse Town when your first when you're first in Traverse Town, you see the guy and he falls and mm-hmm. then you see a heart pop out of him and yeah. then the heartless shows up. I That's what I think happened here. Right. Okay. I don't think they were heartless the entire time. I think that, they died and became a heartless. That's probably true. Which I think is the only other time in this series that we've actually seen someone so far that we've seen directly turn from human form to a heartless yeah so Sean Yu is on the top of the palace and they get the emperor into another building real quickly mm-hmm. so Mulan, Sora, Donald and Goofy they fight Sean Yu off and they beat Sean Yu and then the emperor comes out and this was I, I like this because he's like, Mulan, you ran away from home. Join the Imperial Army. You lied about who you were. And he keeps going and going, basically like pointing every single note of everything she's done right. in, in the movie. And it is like, you have saved China. You will be remembered. So it, it's kind of like close towards the end of the movie. Yeah. And there's like two different things. One is the captain says something and then the emperor's like, well, aren't you going to say something more? And even the emperor kind of can tell like he might have a thing for Mulan. Right. And the other thing is Mushu is like, oh, well, I guess we're even now talking to Sora, Donald and Goofy. It is a... And then they get into this whole conversation about, like, you were already an ancestor. No, I wasn't. Yes, you were. No, you weren't. And I was kind of combining that scene and the scene where Mushu reveals that Mulan's a girl to something that really kind of confused me. And maybe you can help me with this. Sure, I'll try my best. On the last episode, I didn't say anything because I thought, okay, they got a different person. But when I was watching this, 
there were a couple of times where it sounded like Eddie Murphy was actually doing the voice of Mushu. I know he did in the movie, right? but here in the video game, it was like, wait a minute, did they really pay money to get, you know, Eddie Murphy to come do, like, this small role in a video game? You know what? I actually don't know the answer to that. I feel like it's probably no, they didn't get Eddie Murphy, but at the same time, I'm pretty sure in Kingdom Hearts 1... Gilbert Godfrey was Iago. He was. He had a total of, like, three lines in the entire game. Mm-hmm. So, as little... And I would argue Mushu probably had more speaking lines in this game than Iago had in Kingdom Hearts 1. Right. I don't know. This might be a, a look-up for later on. Yeah. Because, like... Because at first, I was like... Because, you know, maybe at times, you know, you could take clips from, like, audio clips that just put them in or change them somehow but then another part of me was like did they really get him to do this and you know what's funny i i i'm gonna reveal this now and i don't know when we're doing this but we're gonna do another summon special okay summons are back in this game there's one summon in particular and i'm not gonna say who it is Mm -hmm. that i'm like did you really get the actor slash actress to come into the booth just to yell out the name Sora. Right. Because you know that they couldn't have recycled anything from... There's no movie, I don't think, in the Disney universe canon outside of Kingdom Hearts that has a character named Sora that you would ever be able to use. Exactly. So, after all of that, uh, we see that there's another keyhole that becomes open and Sora and them have to leave China. They have to leave the land of dragons. Right. You know, we, so, we I, want, I would like to go and discuss this more because I feel like I didn't do mm-hmm. a great job describing what a keyhole is in this game and what it, what it actually means. Right. Um, so here's the thing in the first game, the Heartless were going through all the worlds, and the worlds were being destroyed by darkness, and you were kind of racing to seal the keyholes so that the darkness couldn't get at the heart, and therefore they are prevented from eliminating the world. Mm-hmm. In this game, you have to remember that Chain of Memories happened, and what Chain of Memories did was, in order for Sora to remember how he had a choice to make yes he could either uh if i'm not mistaken he could keep his memories of the castle but or he can lose his memories of the castle and get back to like home or whatnot right something something like that he chose to forget the castle and everything else and therefore not only did the worlds get separated again, but also he lost all his abilities. That that which explains why in Kingdom Hearts one or in Kingdom Hearts two, why all of a sudden Sora can't have like the best spells because he's been he had all his powers ripped away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now in regards to keyholes though in worlds, a world they, at one point it said that 
in the story that like all the worlds were connected, but now that then they weren't. Mm-hmm. And then now in Kingdom Hearts 2, Sora doesn't have a pathway that he had like in Kingdom Hearts 1 to these worlds. So he has to discover a new pathway. It's like if I said I was coming to you, Bill, yeah. in Maryland, but like I-95 closed. Mm-hmm. I can still get to you. Oh, yeah. I just have to figure out another way, and the easiest way is gone. Mm-hmm. That's basically what this is. And yeah. Sora, like when he sees a keyhole here, in this case it was the sword that Mulan was given, that opened up another gateway to a world that he can now take. It's basically he opened another road. Yeah. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, that's a good way to put it. So the sword became a gate now. Well, why do certain things become gateways? I don't know. That I'm not that clear on because the first gateway was the Hollow Bastion Restoration card, mm-hmm. a committee card. And this one has even less meaning to Sora, the yeah. sword. So anyway, we get another weird next time message, by the way. Yeah, thank you for mentioning that. So um, now I'm going to also mention this very briefly. Um. I actually had two of my nephews watching this one with me, this 30 minutes. Oh. And because I, you know, I told him about this and I was like, yeah, you know, you could come, you know, come by. We can watch 30 minutes. So then we get to this next world. And it's like they hear this growling sound. And they kind of figure it out. Because it's Beast. So they try to talk to Beast. Beast doesn't say anything. He backhands Sora. (laughs) So for the second episode in a row, someone just beats up Sora. Donald and Goofy, they get backhanded as well. Beast grabs uh, the flower, the rose, Mm -hmm. and leaves. And they're kind of confused. They're like... What what was that all about? I thought, you know, he knew us, thought he remembered us. So then as they leave the room to go to the front of the castle, Donald sees someone standing on the the top of the steps. And this is where I'm going to have my one complaint for this episode. Okay. Or no, no, actually, it's – no, let me take that back. My, My complaint is coming up soon. So Donald's, you know, saying that he saw somebody he saw a woman standing there at the top of the steps. Oh, there's nobody. And then Goofy and Sora look, and there's nobody. And I'm looking, and I'm like, I don't see anybody. And my nephews are like, we don't see anybody. <laughs> so I, so my, the first thought, which should be the obvious thought for me, is, okay, maybe Donald's just hallucinating. Right. The other thought is, Maybe the video is just a little dark and we completely missed it. Right. And then we get our uh, title card for this next world, which is Beast's Castle. So they go up the steps and they hear a sound. And Donald, being the big brave hero that he is, decides that he's going to take the door down. But before he can do that... Um, you know, they're kind of like warning him and Donald's like, ah, do it. so, um, 
that was my terrible Donald well, Duck. Well, I was going to say, can we get more of you being Donald Duck at some point in the future? <laughs> well, well say. You know, you know, there's actually tutorials out there that I was watching about how to do a Donald voice. Oh no, it's pretty hard. Like even yeah. the way it's done, that someone yeah. tells you to do it, it's like. Uh, just watch some of them. It's like I I, I, I'm kind of I kind of want to try it, but it's kind of like how I always say I want to learn how to do the perfect cast. Yeah, it just doesn't happen. Plus, it'll probably hurt your voice doing that or trying that. You would think that, but the guy that does it, um, is it Tony Anselmo, right? That sounds right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's been doing it for years, and he seems fine. Yeah, I think he's been doing it for 30-plus years. So. That's a long time. That's a long time. I mean, the same guy that does Goofy currently also has done a, for a long time. But that voice isn't hard to do. That's Anyone true. could do that voice. Yeah, so. can you give me a Goofy? Oh, well, sure. <laughs> okay, all right. I, 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 we're going to have more you do more of Donald and Goofy in the future. Right. Okay, so <laughs> Donald runs through the door, opens, and there's Belle. And Belle's like, Donald, Goofy, Sarah. And I'm like, wait a minute. She knows these people? She never said a word in the first game and never said anything in the other one. No, but she does. She knows them. them. She knows them from they were all being saved by him in the uh, in Holobastion. And also, well, now that I'm wondering, now I'm thinking about this, I don't know if you would have seen this. There's also a scene in the library, and that's how you get that rose um, keyblade. Right. Uh, where Beast and Belle reunite, because remember, Beast went to Hollow Bastion on belief to reunite with Belle. Right. So I, you're right. I'm. There's probably no reason for you to have known that, because I've got to look back. i got to see now if that was part of the first kingdom hearts movie it might not have been because you don't have to do that right okay so after they you know have this reunion which i can't believe um (laughs) sora and them ask about the beast and bells said that she's noticed this weird behavior as well and then she's like maybe if you talk to the servants who are in the dungeon Maybe they can tell you about what happened. So they leave Bell and they go down and they're going to the door. Well, the uh, the 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 clothes chest is there. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the the the, the name of it. The, the actual wardrobe, name. I believe. Thank you, wardrobe. Yeah. So they try to move it at first, but it makes a sound, so they can't really move her. So then it's like, okay, we got to be very quiet to move her. So they quietly move her across the floor to move her out of the way. And they do it. But then she gets a little scared because of, you know, what happened. And they explain to her that, you know, we're friends of Belle. We want to go see the servants. And then she's about to tell the story about the night that, everything changed as far as you know the the beast and all that and at one point you know she mentions how he's a prince and i think donald's like the beast or 
No, wait, hold on. Let me try my Donald voice. Please, thank you. <clears throat> Your beast is a prince? A prince? And then Donald, or Goofy's like, a prince is a beast? <laughs> so, they now have to talk to the servants, and then they'll tell them the rest of the story. Right. Because she sets it up, and is like, oh, well, you know, if you want to know more, you got to go rescue them. To be fair, that's actually a pretty good motivation to get someone to act to, to follow through, even though you knew Sora, Donald, and Goofy would actually do it. Yeah. So now they get to the door with, you know, where the servants are. But it's protected by these two big heartless. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, big. Like, they're, like, on the door muscular arms could if they wanted to just get off the door just beat them up Mm. so they fight and they beat them and then they manage to open the door and they open the door to the dungeon and they see nothing they don't see anything and then one of them goes to pick up the clock I think that's Lumiere. Is that, am I right? No, the clock is Cogsworth. Cogsworth. The the, the candle's Lumiere. That Correct, because it's a light. Right. And, you know, it kind of wakes them up. And and then they're going to tell the story of... Well, they, they start to tell the story of how the prince was hosting a party and his old beggar lady came... And he refused her, kicked her out, and then put the spell on, and the time got cut. Okay. Um, you'll, but, and you'll get the rest of the story later. I will. <laughs> um, before we before we go to a break. Sure, no problem. Um, I have to, I have to ask this question. Okay. Because, um, the last several months I've been kind of watching like different reviews, like of cartoon specials and whatnot. And I've seen about three or four different Beauty and the Beast reviews on YouTube. Of the same movie or of their movies? Of, like, no, 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 like, different versions of Beauty and the Beast. Oh, okay, gotcha. From, like, different studios. Yeah. And, like, I I see, like, the prints for each one. And then I think back to what the prints at the movie in this particular movie looks like at the end and i'm thinking to myself this has to be the most muscular prince disney's ever made because if you look at all the other disney princes that they've ever had they're you know like thin. you're right they're all they're all thin that's for sure right but you're right this, they don't have much muscle in them Actually. This guy's got like a six pack on his arms. I guess they might have been going for because he's a beast, so he's super strong. But you're absolutely right. Like I'm thinking, like Prince Charming. No, just just slim. Maybe. Uh, I don't maybe. even want to say slim either. Like it's not too no, slim. It's not, like, not a good word for it. Yeah, no. It just it, I guess non-obese i'm gonna say maybe 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 the beast was uh the star tackle on the on the college football team (laughs) (laughs) he was uh part of the he was part of the rose bowl yes there you go good job i hate myself for that anyway (laughs) um, 
Now let me think. Hold on. Now Prince Charming, Prince Eric. No, they're the same. Dave, Prince Philip. Philip is the same. Philip's the same build. Is that all our princes? I'm trying to think. Of, see, I'm actually specifically thinking of princesses and then thinking of, of who they were with. Uh, I mean, Naveen was Tiana, but again, the same. Right. Uh, Rapunzel, but again, Flynn, the same. Yeah. Flynn, I feel like maybe a little muscular, but not to the amount of. No, not not as muscular. No. Prince Beast. I guess. <laughs> Do we know his actual name? Now that I'm let me about let it. me see real quick. I'm Look on it up, a... please. I. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we don't know his name unless it comes from like a storybook or something. Uh, I'm trying, while you think I'm still thinking of more princesses and princes. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. I think I'm I'm I think I'm out of princesses and prince. I mean, no Aladdin, but like Prince Ali's whatever. There's He's no no name for Beast. He's just Beast. He's just Beast. <laughs> I now pronounce you Mister and Mrs. Mrs. Beast. Beast. <laughs> There is a guy out there that is called Mr. Beast, too. Like a YouTuber, I, I, I believe. I would believe that. I, I would believe that. Uh, it's. I can't believe I'm just realizing that the Beast has... We've never known his real name. I know. Something's going to happen in the next couple of weeks, and I'm going to be like, oh, that's what it was. I know mm-hmm. it. Like, I'm going to find something, or I'm going to read something, and I'm going to be mad at myself about it. Mm-hmm. All right, let's take a quick break here. When we come back, let's go with theories and predictions and uh, and a preview of our next episode. We'll be right back. This is Jim along with Bill, and this is Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts. And I just want to say you can find me at that'spodcasting.com, the website, and that's podcasting on Instagram and Twitter. Bill, where can people find you? Well, if you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter at House of Bill and at Instagram at Mr. Billion. Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I would like to thank Lacey Johnson for providing her version of Sanctuary as the official theme song for Season 3 of Bill Wright's Kingdom Hearts. Alright, Bill, we are back in... I just wanted to say, I was rethinking about the Mulan world, or Land of Dragons. Right. And now that it's behind us, for the most part, as far as the actual movie goes, mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that the first world, after about, what, two, two and a half hours of, yeah. of showing us that Maleficent's back and this new group of Organization 13... And the first world has none of that. Yeah. They really just kind of left them out of it. And it makes me wonder if they're going to be a separate story. Mm. Whereas with the first game, they played some kind of a role into some of the Disney villains. Right. Well, the Disney villains were their own group at that point. I don't. Right. I don't think you could really have that now because, for the most part, at this point of the story, everyone is 
either... Well, let's review real quick. Well, we know Maleficent's back. Yeah. Do you... Tell tell me what happened to the rest of the Disney villains as of right now in our story that you know of. Okay, well, Jafar is stuck in a lamp. Right. Uh, Captain Hook is being chased by the crocodile. Right. Uh, Oogie is... I think candy I think he, or bugs. I mean, I, I think he's dead. Like yeah. at least the other ones, you can kind of say Hook is running from a from the crocodile, but right. like he escapes. And right. even um, who's the other one? I'm sorry. Oh, Hades. Hades is probably still trying to get after Hercules. Right, Hades. There's no reason to believe that Hades is dead at this point. Right. Unlike everyone else. I feel like you're missing someone from that group, but I don't know who it is. Uh, I was going to say the Queen of Hearts, but that's not it. No, she was her own thing. Yeah, she was. Ursula, that's the other one. Oh, yeah, Ursula. That's right. Um, I she, think she died. She <laughs> might be dead. Yeah, so... It's, so it's weird, because you can't do that all of a sudden everyone's back together like nothing happened. In fact, they kind of make it feel like that's not even what they're doing because they gave Maleficent Pete now. Mm-hmm. All right, Bill, theories and predictions. Do you have any after this? Because I don't know if there's much to think about with this one. The only prediction that I have, and this is going to be for the next episode, is I think the Heartless have control of beast because the beast would have maybe remembered Sora, Donald and Goofy. He wouldn't have just slotted them away like flies. Right. And not given a care. So that's going to be my prediction. Okay. All right, everyone. Well, thanks for checking us out next time. We'll have the board of love and hate. Bill gets two moves on the board of love and hate. And we'll catch you next time for more Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts.